Hi, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of Texplained with the Guest Inspector. I recently came across a post online and it truly disturbed me. It highlighted an industry that has possibly used and infiltrated our businesses. And who knows how long this has been going on. As a property manager for over 14 years with properties in Sydney, Australia, I was mortified to think that I could have contributed to this horrific industry, that of human trafficking. Australia has many nationalities trying to get across its border. You may have heard of boat people and people smugglers. Whether it's by boat, by shipping containers, or these traffickers simply preying on the vulnerable, people and children are being trafficked, and some held against their wishes, usually in exchange for work, usually prostitution, with their documents or passports as hostage, if they even have a passport. These people were housed in or frequented hotels, but now it's far easier to rent short-term rentals, particularly when, particularly when there is no contact with the manager or host, and also with longer stays becoming more popular. This trafficking can be happening right under your nose. I was horrified to think that I may have been unknowingly helpful to these people traffickers. Thankfully, this post led me to learn more, and today I'm chatting with Dennis Hanks from the FAVR, or the Florida Alliance for Vacation Rentals, who will explain more about this as Florida is a hotspot for people traffickers. But I do believe every manager, owner, and host, and in fact, everyone, needs to become more familiar with this topic. Hello, Dennis. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you for having me on today, Deborah. And thank you for coming along and discussing this very important topic. So uh, it's such a huge topic. Uh, I'm not really sure where to start, but uh, I will say that I did a certification course that you offer on your website, and it explained that human trafficking is one of the most invisible crimes in the world. And you've got a lot happening in Florida. So what, uh, what do you guys do down in Florida to combat this sort of thing? So for us, um, everything really focuses around a lot of education and training as our association does dozens and dozens of courses all year long, human trafficking being one of those, mm. and such that it's actually mandated now by state government and inspectors for the state agencies that oversee licensing for vacation rentals, hotels, and other types of lodging, you have to have this awareness training in place and a certificate to show that you've done it. Mm -hmm. So we've done and doing that. I mean, we've been around for 27 years as an alliance, and we continue to just grow these programs that are really important programs, I think, for our industry in the travel and tourism sector. Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, we are sort of like uh, the first port of call, especially, you know, obviously for accommodation. So uh, we need to be made aware of what to look out for um, in terms of uh, human trafficking. And there are signs, there are lots of red flags to look out for. And your course actually uh, explains them all. It was fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Florida is ranked third in the country in the United States for human trafficking, yeah. and also two in the, in the United States for labor trafficking. So, you know, that's kind of the, the misinformation that people think, you know, when you see all these uh, Hollywood movies, and they're talking about human trafficking, and they snatch people up, and they send young women out of the country to be part of whatever sex trade or whatever it may be, you know, it's so much deeper than that. 
And some of the horrifying stories that we've learned from our partnerships with the Florida Alliance for Human Trafficking is it can actually be a relative, believe it or not. This, mm. this, this whole thing is so crazy and bizarre. You know, when you live in a world where you think that this stuff doesn't happen in my neighborhood, it does. Um, it could be Uncle Joe with his nephew. It could be, you know, Uncle Joe with his, his, his niece. It's just that crazy that it's happening under our nose and you don't know it unless you know the signs. Yes, yes. It, it said that uh, in the, uh, the US is actually the largest consumer of victims of human trafficking. And human trafficking also includes the term slavery. So we sort of think, well, slavery has been abolished, but it's not. It's happening right now. And it's the second largest trafficking, in, trafficking industry behind drugs. So it, it is Absolutely. a huge, huge industry. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not just the, you know, people think it's sex trafficking all the time, but it's also in areas like I'm in a very heavy populated farm area in where I live. And it's people that come here and they're pushed to working on the farm. Someone's holding their passport or their documents. So they feel trapped and they have to work for these people for little wages or no wages. And they put them up in, you know, shady motels or homes somewhere. So it, it really is uh, interesting when you look at the deep dive into it and what aspects are all included in this, this human trafficking awareness. Yeah. Well, um, from, from my learnings, there is sex trafficking, labor trafficking, there's forced marriage. I thought, oh, that's a frightening one. And involuntary servitude, where these traffickers are preying on vulnerable people. And um, it's, it's frightening. Using force, fraud, and coercion. So it is such a huge industry. And, and I think that we all need to become aware of what all the red flags are because do you, do you want to know that you've actually helped a trafficker accommodate these people that they're enslaving? So what are the things that... that um, that you do or you teach for property managers to, to become aware and what they can do with their properties? So in Florida, when the legislature passed this bill in 2020, it was enacted the 1st of 2021. So we immediately, as an association, we knew that we were mandated to do this under state law. So we started looking for a partner in the training aspect. And the Florida Alliance to End Human Trafficking is funded by the legislature to do just this job. It's a nonprofit agency, and the training is free. It does take about two hours to go through the whole process of the training, as you know, because you've, you've done it, and I've done it myself. Um, we've done in-person seminars and other things on this, but it was really determined that we wanted to make awareness so that people could identify these issues when they're happening in their local establishments. And the way that the law reads in Florida here, and it's, it's really specific, if you have any contact with a guest, you need to take this awareness training. It doesn't matter if you're a front desk reception, you know, you're a housekeeper, you're, you're, you're doing maintenance, whatever it may be. Uh, if you're an employee of that company, you need to take it. We actually go one step further than that. And we say, you know, we, we'll have some folks call me and go, oh, I don't really want all my vendors, you know, taking this course. They don't work for me. And I said, you're right. They don't work for you. They don't need to take the course, but why not? Mm. If a maintenance person shows up at a home and they hear something inside the home or they see something and they go, wow, that's really odd. Are they going to really know where to go to report this? And that's the big thing is reporting it, 
making people aware of it so that they can identify it in the future. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was actually making my notes about what we can do as an industry. And the first step is awareness. Now, I might add the certificate course. I had to put that I lived in Florida to get past the little barrier. <laughs> so uh, anyone, just put you living in Florida. But, it's you, you know, I got my certificate. It's got my name on it. It's not being posted to me. But I, I think awareness is the first step. Whether you're a property manager or whether you're just a human being uh, wanting to help another human being, just to be able to notice red flags to help another human being. I think it's a really, really important um, course to do. It's simply watching a video um, to, to raise your awareness. But one of the things I thought you can do, we could do was um, security cameras. Like I, I think when we had a discussion before, you said a, a doorbell security cameras picked up on, on something unusual ones. Can you tell, tell us about that one? Yeah, and it's, you know, that's an increasing other issue in vacation rentals as well as everywhere. People that are putting lodging uh, units out there for rent, they are getting scrutinized a lot more on where they can put cameras. But in Florida, if you have a ring doorbell on the front door and people are coming in and out, uh, that's usually okay to have so that you can record that type of things. We see a lot when there's 25 people showing up and walking in a house, it's kind of a red flag, mm -hmm. but it's been helpful in, in human trafficking situations because we had um, one of our property managers who saw something really strange. And in this time when everything's remote access, you know, the property manager sends the person a code to unlock the front door and go in. You really don't have that guest contact. Mm -hmm. In this one situation, it was a large luxury home and um, a person had booked it. They didn't show up till two o'clock in the morning and they were unlocking the door and checking in. And the camera picked up that they had like 10 children with them and it was just one or two adults. And it was kind of strange that they would come in at two o'clock in the morning. I mean, some people do arrive on the drive market at that time. But when they were asked about the occupancy the next day, it triggered something with these people and they packed up and left. Mm. So now it makes you wonder, gee, what was that all about? And were there some concerns there? Who just packs up on a paid booking and then never comes back? It really does raise some red flags. And during the COVID era too, we've seen picked up on cameras and neighborhood uh, reports on things where parties are going on. And, you know, when the, the police show up and there's young women there and, they seem very controlled to a certain extent. You just never know what's going on and there's drugs and, and videos going on and all kinds of things. It raises a lot of red flags. And that's where I think this training, it just triggers something in your head um, to make sure that you're aware of what's going on, even if nothing is going on. Yeah. At it's least you know. Yeah, it's better to be safe than sorry. And in the in the course, it said something about um, at nightclubs and... Um, for prostitutes and drug use, how it used to be you just run down the road to the motel. But like you said, you know, with contactless entry, you don't meet and greet anyone, you know, the guest anymore. People could be hiring your property to do just that, drugs and prostitutes, you know, close to a nightclub. No one's going to notice. Once before, uh, hotel receptions would pick up, you know, the people coming and going or the young girl with the older guy who's looking very nervous, things like that. So because we're not doing that anymore, we, we have to find other ways to, you know, keep an eye on your guest, so to speak. But, you know, um, 
obviously not, not cameras inside the house. <laughs> but really, you know, I think that security at the door, the doorbell is a, is a great one. But also, I think there are a couple of things you could do even on your listing that might act as a deterrent. So we were talking about in another panel I was on about, you know, uh, having to deal with the repercussions, but we could actually have deterrence. So we can actually in our listings put security cameras are used at this property. So if they are going to know that they're going to be, you know, kept an eye on, then they may not book that place. And also all guests will be guest verified. Another deterrent, you know, we were talking about deterring the party, but perhaps it's going to deter the human trafficker if they know that their um, ID is going to be verified. So there yeah, are- and I think you, Yeah, I think you're right on that. I think even the technology side of things, what we're seeing evolving in this industry now, and, you know, you talk about noise monitoring, you've got noise monitoring devices that you can put in the home. They've even gone as far now as being able to talk about how many people are in the home and tracking that, how many people are on a Wi-Fi device in the home, mm -hmm. so that there's so many ways that you can kind of get those, those warning signs that things are happening. And uh, criminals and people that are doing things you know, illegally, they're pretty sharp. We saw during COVID, as you mentioned about nightclubs, you know, nightclubs were closed, so they started using our homes as nightclubs. Mm -hmm. And this very, you know, dapper man comes up and he checks in at the desk and he gets the, the keys to the home. And, you know, it's this 50-year-old guy that looks like he's a businessman. And then the next thing you know, that evening, there's 250 people in the home and they're having a raving party and the police are called. And that guy's nowhere to be found. So they found their way around the check-in process and, and, and some of those things that raise the early red flags. But I think you're right. The technology and screening process and, and all those things play into how we as an industry now can say, we're doing everything we can to stop this type of illegal activity because we don't want the bad name. We, we want to make sure that our industry is above and beyond all others. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. So... Besides the deterrence, I think once you do uh, spot something that doesn't look right, uh, the course said not to act on it, but just to report it. Report it because you know what? Like you said, even if it's nothing, that's fine. But if it's something, then you could be helping someone out of a trafficking situation. So the, the, the third step after the deterrent would be to report something if, you do, if, you, if something doesn't look right. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, we've seen those numbers increase in Florida since this whole education process has gone on. Uh, the Florida Alliance and, and with our partnership and others, we've had over 5,000 people take this one course since it started in 2021. Mm -hmm. So people are getting the training. People are becoming aware of it. I wish more people would do it, even if it's not mandatory, just so that they can understand how important this is, you know, to to the people that are involved in this, you know, some of them are reaching out and they're getting the information. Part of what the licensing and the requirements are is you also have to post a poster inside your place of employment so people can see it and they can understand what hotline to call and what do they do if they see something. Um, all that information is important. Some of our property managers have even gone to the extent of putting the poster inside the home Mm. And if someone's in there and there's a hotline number that they can see, you know, put it in your guest guidebook or something like that. There's mm. so many ways that you get more involved and make more awareness to this whole situation. Yes, absolutely. Wow. 
my fourth point would be spread the word because um, like really, I'm sure obviously this industry has been going around for a very, very, very long time. And this is the first time I'm hearing about it within our industry. And it made me uh, really horrified that I may have been part of it. And to know that this is going on um, out there in the world, besides being a property manager, I'm glad to understand this and I'm glad that I have now the awareness of what to look out for um, in other people, not just people arriving at properties. So I, I think spread the word, whether you're a property manager or not, spread the word to your staff, spread the word to your friends and family. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's it's a, a big problem and you know, it's just one of those things, if you see something, say something about it, report it to whoever. Um, the folks that have come out from law enforcement or whatever, they're trained to identify these things as well. So they may see a sign that you didn't see. They may see a sign that there's nothing going on. So it's, it's always just good to err on the side of caution and make sure that you're making people aware of what's going on. Uh, my daughter is in real estate and we had this discussion just a few weeks ago about that. You know, you have to always watch what's going on in the environment because it's just crazy, crazy out there um, with what's happening. Mm. Well, as I said, it's an invisible crime. So um, there are red flags and we just need to know what to look out for. Absolutely. And, and in Florida, we're, you know, we're really proud of all the efforts that we've done here. We do a lot of education anyways, but this is one that we constantly push folks, whether you have one home or you have a thousand homes that you manage as a professional property manager, it's just, you know, we get folks all the time that say, well, it doesn't really pertain to me. And I go, well, it does. Mm-hmm. If you're letting your property out to guests, um, we have 126 million tourists a year that come to Florida and a good portion of those stay in our homes. We just need to be responsible and make sure that we're doing everything right. Um, and, and that's kind of what our association does is we're trying to raise the bar in the vacation rental industry so that we're offering courses like this and others so that people are becoming more and more professional. Whether you have that one home or a thousand, you know, you're becoming more professional. It's a $30 billion a year vacation rental industry here in Florida. And we have 26% of the entire U.S. market in Florida. Mm. So uh, we're going to continue to beat the drum on these programs and others to make sure that we're doing everything right. Well, like you said, you know, um, issues don't pop up very often, but when they do pop up, you know, just to be aware of it and what and know what to do, I think it's it's vital. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's every day you see something that you said, "Well, I didn't see that coming," or you know, it changes. The industry is constantly changing for us here. Um, we're like I say, we've 126 million or more visitors a year coming in. And you just never know. Uh, the statistics are just staggering in some cases. You know, we heard something uh, a year ago that the information centers where people are driving into Florida and they stop and they take a rest break on the highway, 50% of the people don't even know where they're going to stay yet when they stop at those rest areas. So there's just such a, a drive market and kind of that nomad market, we like to call it now, mm-hmm. that's happening particularly after COVID. Mm. Wow. So on the FAVR site, you have courses and you have this certification course. So, so people can uh, pop onto your site and have a look and, uh, and take these courses. Yes, absolutely. And some are free, like the human trafficking awareness course. That is a free course. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but what we do is if you take that course, you gain five credits towards a certification that we offer as an association. Mm-hmm. So you accumulate credits, you get a certificate afterwards that you've done all these courses. We have continuing education courses and we certify you as a professional vacation rental manager once you get to the certain uh, level of, of credits that you can get. So we're continuing to build that professionalism in the industry and in, in human trafficking and licensing, um, dealing with guests, all of those things are very important, even to being a good neighbor. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's very important. <laughs> so this is actually, this is available to all property managers all over the US. This is not Florida specific. It is. So anyone can take the course. Uh, as you said, you have to say that you're in Florida to take the course. Yeah. It's free, but I urge anyone to take it because it's just great information so that your eyes are wide open when it comes to these things, wherever you're, you're operating. Yeah. I have to say it was a pretty heavy course. I mean, and it's a course, it's a video and you're just watching and learning and it was pretty heavy, but I'm glad. I'm very, very glad I did it because now, now I'm, I'm not going to be Hawkeyes, but at least I know that uh, what to look out for. And, you know, yeah, it's, it was, it's a pretty heavy topic. It is. And, you know, it's, it's always in the back of your mind, at least. So you see something and it just doesn't seem right. Um, <laughs> you just never know what's going to be happening. If you're in the right place at the right time to see that. Yes. Yes. Well, is there anything more you'd like to add? Uh, I think I'm going to wind it up now, but uh, anything more you'd like to add? No, I think we've covered just about everything. I mean, just keep your eyes open. You don't have to be over vigilant on it, but just be aware of your surroundings and what's going on, you know, as professional owners and managers that are operating, you know, lodging facilities, it's just incumbent upon us to do everything we can to protect not only the guests, but, you know, the public in general that are using our facilities. Exactly. Yeah. Well, if you have any questions at all for Dennis or the FAVR, you can pop them in the comments below. I will put a link for, uh, for the FAVR course below. And uh, Dennis, thank you very, very much for your time today. Uh, It's been interesting, very interesting talking about this. And I do hope that people uh, share the word about this because everyone really should be made aware of this topic. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Deborah, for having me on today. Thank you very much, Dennis. Bye-bye.